0: Yo, 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 what is up, party people? (laughs) My name is Sage Lewis. You are looking at or listening to Sage Against the Machine. Provided by WMVU, Many Voices United. (sighs) It's good to be here. (coughs) Stand back, everybody. I got COVID. I got the COVID. I do! I do. I got the COVID. And uh let me tell you a little something about COVID. Let me give you a let me give you a little little uh little little story. I'm uh I'm a bucket list kind of guy. I like I like doing things just to say I've done them. I mean, isn't that weird? Like I mean, Is that what it is? Is that what a bucket list guy is, person? Like, is it just that you just want to say you've done things? Or is it that you have done them? I don't know if you can even separate the two. Uh, I don't even know now. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's to say you've done it or just that you've done it. But anyways... I like doing things, and I like—I just like having them under my belt. Like, for example, I went to the Macy's Day Parade. Uh, have you ever seen? Do you know what this is? Assateague ponies through water. Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about here? Look at this. Watch this. Watch this. Okay. The Chincoteague, the famous ponies. There's nothing swim. else that I've
1: found that makes me as excited as I am to do this. You can't ride roller coasters that give you this feeling. Okay. You can't go do you know other places. Do
0: you know? Do you know? Do you know this? Uh, do you know about Chincoteague and Assateague? Do these islands that have ponies on them?
1: Doesn't see anything like this. This is unique to here. <laughs> we start on a Saturday. We will go on the south end and round up the. Virginia portion of the Shankade ponies. We've got about 70 riders for this event that come from all over the country. We fan out and it's just like the old days of herding cattle. You push through the woods and you know, you're popping. They whips rustle and up all and these wild ponies. <laughs> we round them all up, it takes about four and a half, five hours. We rest them that night in the crowd. Tuesday, we take our veterinarians over. The vets actually call out the, the ones that are too small to swim and the ones that are too old to swim. We put them in a the truck and bring them across uh, by trailer. <laughs> them cute. and their mothers. That Wednesday is the world famous uh, swim for the rest of the herd. Uh, we do it on a slack tide in the morning, the time when the when the tide is not moving either direction.
0: They do. They make you wait like there's like some sort of coast guard, and they make you wait until the tide is super low. It can be high water slack or low
1: water slack. It doesn't matter. The swim is something different all in itself. We heard everything out of the pen, both herds, so the north and the south. We heard everything to the swim site. We hold them, they rest. And at low slack tide, when we get the signal, I mean, we start driving everything well, to the Look at those water. guys, their heads. It takes about nine to 11 minutes to swim. Then we bring them on down Main Street uh, to the crowd at the fairgrounds. The following day is the auction. We will sell the young ones. It gives us money for fire trucks, for ambulances, rescue equipment. And to make sure the ponies survive all winter
0: long. Yeah, anyways, I've done that. (laughs) I've done that. I've run three marathons. Claire Bell, hush up. I'm on my show. Claire Bell, shh. Hush up. I've done a lot of things. And I want to do a lot more things. Um, so I can't say that I was totally against getting COVID. Do you understand? Like, did you see, did you see 16 million people die to COVID? New York times. Did you see this? Hold on. Where is it? Not not 60, 16. Like, check this out. No, man. The New York Times, I just saw it. Like, they way undercounted how many people died of COVID. Way undercounted, way undercounted. article from New York Times on people that died from COVID there it is this is it the death toll during the pandemic far exceeds total reports of countries who I don't know if you can trust these guys I don't know you can not trust anybody they say that nearly 15 million more people died than should have died During the first two years of the pandemic. Up until this count, they thought it was 6 million people. If the WHO is right, we were off by more than half. More than half. Let's say the WHO is off by 3 million people. Or, I mean, there's still... Like that's still a terrible, (laughs) a terrible counting, terrible. So at any rate, 15 million people died either because of COVID or more people. Basically, they looked at all the people that should have died and they're like, okay, we think this number of people should have died. During this time period, now how many people actually died? And they found 15 million more. So it might not just be people that died of COVID. It could be people that um, died of, like, say, a heart attack, but couldn't get into a hospital, something like that. You know, it's a complicated number. But anyways, <coughs> I I kind of wanted to know what it was like. Because I'm like, all right. Everybody's got the COVID. And then, of course, I played this game like, well, maybe I had the COVID. Maybe I did have the COVID. I don't know. I mean, maybe the test wasn't accurate. So I got the COVID. So let me tell you something. The... These bucket list things are highly overrated. First of all, you got to show up super early. With the Macy's Day Parade, if you're not out there at 5 a.m. standing on a chair, you might as well not even go. I couldn't. I was out at 5 a.m. and I couldn't even be on the main street. I was around a corner about... I don't know how far, not a a half a block, but, you know, I wasn't on the main street. I was around a corner looking through tall buildings as the, the guys flew by, floated by. I, uh, if you ask me, the much more interesting thing was the night before, you could go to the place where they were filling up the, the, the balloons with helium. And they had these huge trucks filled with helium. Like, if you know how you see, like, a gas truck, you know, that hauls gasoline. Well, like that, but with helium. And what's so cool is they take the helium back. They, <coughs> they, I guess it's just going to be that kind of show where I cough the whole time. I don't think I'm going to get you sick during the show, but no guarantees. I'm not wearing a mask. See what I do here? I'm going to suck on this cough drop. So, I mean, that was pretty interesting. Am I glad I did it? Yes. But you know the other problem? When all these bucket list things, no bathrooms, no bathrooms. I can't tell you how many things I've done where you show up at 5 a.m. for like a a 9 a.m. or 11 o'clock thingy bobber and you just have to stand there because there's no bathrooms. It's hard enough to get a bathroom in New York City, let alone on Macy's Day Parade Day. It's crazy. You saw that video of those little ponies floating by on the river? Got there at 5 a.m., got a seat. Sat there forever. My two young, I brought my niece and my son, my wife, you know, we were all there. Oh, uh, <laughs> me, how are you? It's good to see you. You're doing doing the dishes. I love it. I love it. Very nice. Let's see here. It came to Facebook to tell you I'm cleaning out the fridge and cabinets and frozen meat and canned goods to discard. Can you point me to someone in need of food? Prefer not to toss. Oh, how nice. How nice. Okay, hold on. Let me uh, me give that some thought. Hold on. I want to just finish the story. uh those ponies after all they had to wait extra long like the coast guard wouldn't let them go because the tide wasn't right and everything but then they release those ponies and they're so far away you look and you're like are those the ponies are those the ponies they were like so far away there's just these little heads floating across the ocean and then you're like is this even safe like do these guys know how to do this this is deep water they all live but what is cool is then they walk them down the street in the middle of the town it's really cool uh yeah it can't possibly be (coughs) Peta cannot be happy with that whole thing so um Bucket list things are typically overrated. Let me tell you about COVID. Not overrated. <laughs> I got, I, di- I, 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 I tested positive on Sunday. I felt kind of bad on Monday. By Tuesday, by Tuesday... I felt like I could not sit up. Not sit up. I felt like it was too much energy to watch TV. I had never experienced in my life A state of mind where I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even imagine watching that TV right now. That's how crushed I was from COVID. Let's see. Today's Thursday. Wednesday, I felt like I could sit up. And I felt like I could watch TV. And then I finished Ozarks. Have you ever you watched that movie? That show? That series? Most dark, evil show ever. And then I'm in this bad headspace, as it is, because I'm, like, sick. And I watched the last four, three or four episodes of season four. I was so – I was in a bad headspace after that. That's all I'm saying. Like – I'm like, holy crap, what did I just do to myself? <laughs> Those were evil, evil people. Evil people. Um, the whole family. The whole family. Screw them, man. Terrible people. Terrible. I took the trash out. On Wednesday night, in fact, I think the trash man's here right now, and my elbows ached. Like, like, like you know like a body ache? You ever had a body ache? Well, like I had a body ache, <coughs> but like everywhere, including my elbows, my joints ached. It was nuts. Absolutely nuts. I am here to say, if that's how it feels to have COVID, I've never had COVID. I know that's for a fact. I've had the flu a few times, not a lot. A lot of people think they've had the flu, and then they have the flu, and they're like, oh, that's the flu. Not. Nothing like this. Nothing like this. Ridiculous. Absolutely crazy. Fortunately, I think I'm on the mend. I'm feeling up. I've been sitting here at my computer, which you would think would not involve much of any effort, but that's a massive improvement <laughs> because on Tuesday and Wednesday, I did not come over here at all. I just was like, "There, I no way. There's no way I can sit in that chair." <laughs> uh what chair? Do hey, Christopher, Christopher, Christopher. Uh fine question. So, so this is a a GTR racing chair, which is a knockoff of the other racing chair like what is that (coughs) gtr racing chair okay so i think yeah okay let's see see this chair is about 119 this sounds this looks like my chair this looks like my chair i do not recommend it (laughs) I do not recommend this chair. Mostly because there's no padding down here. There's no padding on the bottom. Now I have like this cool uh I have this cool I don't know what it is, some magic foam thing that I sit on. That's better. But my son, he has, let's see, gaming racing chair. There's like one, there's, what is the one that he has? (coughs) Uh, I can't remember. Is it this one? No, wait. I can't remember. Secret Lab? No. They all look the same. I don't know. But his cost a lot more. And I'm here to tell you, you get what you pay for on a chair like this. I'm here to say. Oh, the razor. He got the razor. That's what he got. I think he got a razor. So, yeah, but it's a $400 chair. See? But I'm here to tell you the padding is way better. Way better. (coughs) Although, I will say that now since I got the pad that I sit on, which cost me an extra 30 bucks. I do think, uh, yeah, I do think, um, um, it's fine now. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I just hate spending money. And like, I look at that and I'm like 400 bucks for a chair. And then, but then, you know, my wife's like, how, how often do you sit in that chair? Well, you know, like, 10 hours a day, every day. Like, oh, yeah, just, just checking. <laughs> I'm really like, $400, though, man. It's people living in tents in my backyard. <laughs> Can't be buying $400 chairs. I never say it that way. I just am cheap. I just hate spending money. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like giving... People my money. Um, let's go back to Omi. Oh, public service announcement. Um, first of all, I'm really thankful Christopher's here. Uh, Christopher, are you going to be back in the race for a mayor? I need to know. Um. Uh, what's the question? Okay, my brain's a little foggy. Okay, so Omi says that uh, Omi says that uh, she's cleaning out her fridge and cabinets and frozen meat and canned food to discard. Um, okay, so here, see this. This is. Like where I really fall down. This is where things get really kind of difficult for me. Because. I want to be able to help distribute this food. But I personally don't have the bandwidth. I don't have the bandwidth so what i would like to do is i would like to invite you all to my discord server okay hold on create one Uh, okay so if you've never used discord Um, I would highly recommend you play with it because you might find it um, useful or fun, okay? Uh, But this tool, (coughs) like I'm trying to set up a group of volunteers, local volunteers that would help homeless people, and then together maybe we can figure out how to facilitate things like so for example um you know omi has food omi could come on here and say I'll come on to the discord server and say hey i've got food and then somebody could say oh that's cool i can come and pick it up and give it out to so and so um i am notoriously terrible at organizing volunteers so, one of the things that I, um, that, what, that, like, is just the way it is. Yeah, oh, thank you, uh, yeah, um, thank you, Christina. I do think, um, we gotta do something better more about helping people communicate better together. Um, The problem is that there's all these different channels and different ways of communication, uh, and it's very difficult to find a universal place where all people are willing to come and communicate. It's like nearly impossible, you know? I mean, I have, like, totally anti-Facebook friends. You know, they're like, I will never, ever go on Facebook. And I'm like, well, that's where I do most of my stuff. And they're like, yeah, too bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to see you, Christina. So... I, I, I really feel like a lot of... the problems of the world could be solved with some better communication. Yeah, sure thing, Christina. Thank you. Uh and we need to, I think work on that. I mean, now the first time in the history of humanity we have the tools, the people have the tools to communicate in mass. (coughs) Before the internet, you could blame people. You're like, well, I mean, what do you want me to do? Uh, you want me to like write a letter to everybody? (laughs) Um, Christopher says, I believe there will be revolutionary Republican investment for voter outreach, getting them identified, involved, and so forth. This year, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why why is it doing this? I don't know. Okay, there we go. Let me try it. Okay. Uh, This year, because the first time all of Summit County is in the 13th district, We also have Michael Andes running for Ward 1, myself running for state rep. Both of these races are North Akron. The 13th congressional is all of Summit County. So essentially, if we want to win our races, there will be massive investment in conservatism. Next year, so many seats are open that I have to know who's running for what and so forth before before I can say for sure. So is that... Is the, is the race that you're running for state rep, is that in November? Um, we have a completely lopsided and therefore grotesque form of, of uh, politics in Akron. No one run can win unless Christopher and 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 Michael Andes can uh, change this, which honest to God, I hope they do. <coughs> uh, yeah, okay, so okay, cool. All right, good. All right, so you're uh, running for state rep in November. Good job, Good job. I'm very proud of you, Christopher. Christopher is a young man who has taken a very engaged approach to uh, Akron politics and the community, and we need more people like Christopher. Um I I hope Christopher is right. I hope that the Republicans finally invest in politics again in Akron. Omi said, you'll always have a hard time getting me Apps. Any of my friends to vote? Ret. Hate it. I don't care. Yeah. That's fine. It's not about you needing to change who you're voting for, uh, Omi. Oh, it's that more than one voice gets heard legitimately. We do not have that in Akron, Ohio. The Akron Beacon Journal is nothing other than the PR department of that guy, Dan Horgan. <laughs> oh yeah, I got to cut out of Dan Horgan. I'm going to be doing uh, debates and uh, with candidates starting this summer. And I'll invite Dan, but I suspect he won't come, so I'll bring uh, Dan the man back here. (laughs) Of which he'll just say, fucking communists, mostly. It's pretty much his answer for everything. He wrote, did I tell you this, do you know this? That he wrote to his friends who are uh, mayors of other big cities in Ohio that it's the communist, this is the words he used the communist wing of the Democratic Party, get all the attention. The communist, his words were, the communist wing of the Democratic Party, get all the attention. He, A, doesn't, uh, yeah, right, right, exactly. So, Everyone loves to throw around the words communist and socialist. That's exactly right, Omi. And what, I mean, it's one thing when you're out there on the, uh, you know, publicly throwing around the word communist and socialist to get the voters worked up. It's another to be talking to your peers on what you thought was a private text messaging group. They, it turns out, I don't know if they knew this or not, but because they were all mayors that was public content and and I think it, I I forget who pulled it but they uh uh it got the whole conversation got exposed and um so yeah that's what is really weird is because to tell your friends that the communist wing of the democratic party like (coughs) gets all the attention shows total ignorance of your understanding of what communism is communism is giving all ownership of everything to the people (coughs) and by the people they usually mean the government it's complicated how that's going to work out nobody is suggesting that so therefore he means the communist wing of the democratic party are people that care about people that's it that's what he means because he doesn't even know what communism is. (coughs) I hope to God he knows what communism is. He was a teacher, wasn't he? I just don't understand why you would say that crap. Nobody is suggesting. I have never once heard from any current politicians to suggest they want to give all the... All ownership of everything to the government or the people. Never heard of it. He just means people that care about people. And to which I say I'm glad I am part of the communist wing of the Democratic Party because, good God, somebody has to be. Omi says, I I always say I'm so far left I'm right. Like I don't want personal freedoms to end at reproductive rights. Give people the freedom to make their own choices about reproductive rights, drug rights, healthcare rights, defensive rights, educational rights. See, you and I s- see eye to eye on a lot of this stuff. And I think, Omi, it's because you have this interesting Appalachian and urban fusion going on in you. I like to describe myself, I think, as a left libertarian. I'm 100% gun rights. 100% gun rights. I don't trust the government. (laughs) Mostly, conservatives want gun rights so they can kill black people. I want gun rights in case that guy decides to do crazy-ass shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Homie's oh, a city-living hillbilly. See, that's awesome. I love that. I love city-living city hillbillies. I love it. Um, while we're on the topic, let's talk about how to give yourself an abortion. How to give yourself an abortion at home. Let's do the Vice article. Wait, I did Vice. I, I haven't done this Jewish Currents one. Okay, uh, with misoprostal pills. Okay, do you guys know about these misoprostal pills? For as long as people have gotten pregnant, people have given themselves abortions. Historically, these methods have varied from brutal to the toxic to the bizarre. Look at this both 8th century Sanskrit texts, Jewish midwives, and New York divides squatting over a pot of boiling onions. Okay, that's interesting. In 2020, however, the safest way to perform a self-managed abortion with pills, usually some variation. From what I understand now, I've never gotten an abortion, but from what I understand, I think that that's how people, uh, that's even how abortions are done at the doctor's office. They just send you home with some pills, I think. I don't know. I've never gotten an abortion. <coughs> however, the safest way to perform self-management is with pills, usually some variation of the same ones administered at a doctor's office. See, unfortunately, safe and affordable medical care isn't accessible everywhere to everyone. Since the 2010 midterm elections, we've seen anti-choice legislation spread across the country at unprecedented speed, from mandatory waiting periods to laws regulating the width of hallways in abortion clinics. Wow, targeted restrictions on abortion providers. I've shut down hundreds of clinics. Now, conservative states are taking advantage of the recent hard right appointments. See, this is all happening. Des- everyone deserves to control their own reproduction. Isn't that nice? <coughs> Why do you have to be the communist wing of the Democratic Party to believe this shit? I don't know. I imagine Dan Horgan supports. No, I bet he doesn't support abortion rights. Uh, he's a Catholic. I bet he doesn't. This guide to self-managing your abortion using misoprosal, a medication which causes uterine contractions, is intended as a community resource in the service of reproductive justice. (coughs) Understanding the risks. According to a 2018 statement from Physicians for Reproductive Health, self-administered medication abortion is as safe, effective, and acceptable to patients and providers as healthcare facility-based medication administrators. Okay, see there? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Additionally, self-managing an abortion... Could put a person at legal risk. Yeah, well, whatever. Who isn't doing illegal things? Everything's illegal these days. <coughs> it's so ridiculous. Have you guys watched *A uh, Handmaid's Tale recently? Go watch it again. That's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. I hope you women like not having your own money. I swear to God, and not driving, I swear to God that's where they want to take you. <coughs> that's where they want to take you. They don't like you. They think you're dirty because you bleed out of your hoo-ha. Though advocates only know of 20 people in the United States who have been arrested for self-managing an abortion in 73, fewer than 10 states explicitly ban the practice. There's laws on the books, blah, blah, blah. Make sure it's right for you. Okay, there you go. So anyways, get yourself some pills. Since it was published in 2020, it has become easier for people in the United States to both find Mifepristone and Mithroposine oh. online. The website Plan C Pills has information. I wonder about that. Let's go there. <coughs> wow. Holy shit. <laughs> I haven't been here. A, a save-at-home abortions here. Plant C provides up to date information on how people in the U.S. are accessing abortion pills online. <coughs> I'm sorry. God bless it, man. I got COVID. You better wear a mask while you're watching this show. What is the abortion pill? It's actually five pills taken one or two days apart. Okay. Stop a pregnancy from growing. It causes cramping and bleeding to empty the uterus. It's something like having a miscarriage. Okay. How often is it used? Has been used by millions around the world the past thirty years. Abortion with a pill is common in the United States. Don't use a coat hanger anymore, ladies. Jesus Christ, that's savage. It's ridiculous. You got these pills now. <laughs> Abortion with pills is common in the United States. More than fifty-four percent of abortions are done with pills. Some European countries is ninety percent. Is it medically safe? Abortion pills have been FDA approved more than 20 years. Safer than taking Tylenol, for God's sake. Studies show them to be 98% effective ending a pregnancy, but buying and using abortion pills without going to clinic may have legal risks. Ah, fuck legal risks. Fuck the government and their bullshit laws to control you. Fuck them. Them and their Christian bullshit. God says no to abortions. Well, Fuck you, asshole. You don't know shit about me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's watch the story of abortion pills. Watch it. I'm clicking the button. What a piece of crap. Anyways, donate now. I guess you guys can go on here. Let's see. Find abortion pills. Let's do it. Let's do it. Abortion pills are legal in all 50 states. Holy shit. <coughs> hmm. uh, do i need a prescription finding where can i find them clinics telehealth online pharmacies other countries free follow-up support available through ma hotline okay i should see if i can get this shit i wonder how much if you need support self manage your miscarriage or abortion call or text the miscarriage and abortion hotline See, shit like this is going to expand. Do you know how we get most of our fentanyl into America? FedEx, people. FedEx. How the hell are they going to stop abortion pills? Unfucking believable. Ending abortion rights, which I understand 50% of states are going to do. If this bullshit through this—it's nothing other than political propaganda. Our, our 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 Supreme Court, the greatest court in all of land, has just become like uh, political propaganda. Uh. Oh man, there's a lot of cool stuff. Hi. Oh, hold on, hold on. I got to come back. I got a lot to say. Uh okay. Jane Paper Lunt says hi. Hi Jane. Omi says, the funny side saying abortions are the target black people, back the guys that actually kill black people and get paid for it. The cops. Yeah, I know. They just use black people for whatever agenda they want. You know? Let's say black babies. Oh fuck you. You don't wanna say black babies. You're just using that as an agenda. You give no fucks about black babies. Off topic. I'd be curious to know if you think about genetic tests. I did 23andMe. I did it. I like them. I think it's fun. I never had an abortion, but like, I still think people should make their own choices, even though I think I would personally never have one. Right? Okay. Let's talk about that. I w- it was. I was an irresponsible teen when I got pregnant. I was irresponsible, yet responsible enough to raise a human. Some days I think. Some days I think. It's went well. There are days I feel like it all went to shit. We all feel that way, Omi. Have to call the midwife. See back in post-World War II days, they deliver babies, but they also have to care for women that has back-alley abortions because they only get birth control if they were married with a certain number of kids. Wow. Where do you even get metal coat hangers? Good question, Omi. Now, those are the real questions we need to ask around here. Where do you get a metal coat hanger these days anyways? (laughs) Uh, Watch the call midwife season World War II. You know, (laughs) that's okay. (laughs) <laughs> I, I will figure it out, me I heard abortion pills are effective on women over 195 pounds. Are effective. Oh. Aren't effective. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know anything. Look, all I know is I Googled that, and abortion pills are available. If you can buy uh. uh If you can buy fentanyl through FedEx and the black market, you're definitely going to be able to get abortion pills. <coughs> uh, Jane says, you are using logic and honesty, which I love. You are calling abortion what it is, a solution for irresponsibility. And that is how I argue. I police don't agree with death. Okay. Now, that's, see, now that's a beautiful statement, Jane. Now, look. Let me tell you something. <coughs> I have gotten to be a part of uh, well, well so uh, Omi says I'm confused about. So basically what Jane is saying is that you would say that that that, 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 that a person oftentimes gets pregnant because of irresponsibility and, <clears throat> Should we be allowed to murder an innocent human being because we're irresponsible? Okay? I think that's what Jane is saying. And to that I say I agree with Jane. Okay? I um not a fan of abortion. <laughs> I'm not. I think, look, (laughs) yeah, um, hey, thanks, uh, (laughs) oh, he says, my cousins were irresponsible as (laughs) teens that had sex with each other and created an incest human at 15, damn, this person is now 20 and an extreme burden the parents have walked away from, it was 10 years after the birth that it came to light that the child was a product of incest. Bam! I thought the old statement, incest is best. Uh, Not true? No? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, There's a wonderful, let's see. Soft white underbelly incest family. Let's see here. Okay, the Whitakers. The Whitakers. So, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, 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 no. I'm going to get blocked. I can't. The Whitaker family. Okay, do you guys know this family? Do you know the Whitakers? The Whitaker family, horrors of inbreeding. This is a great point. Uh so here, um, this 2020 documentary. So the Whitaker family catered to international recognition because of Mark Leda, who captured from them from his book, Created Equally. And yes, he did face threats from neighbors who had shotguns. He again visited the Whitaker family in 2020 and recorded a video that gained more dislikes than likes, but it became viral with more than 25 million views. The documentary depicts the horrors of inbreeding. So, <coughs> How about that? Are you allowed to have an abortion? If uh I don't know, you're the Kardashians and you know you're just too hot to look at, your brother's too hot, and your sister's too hot, and you just have to have sex? <coughs> no? No. <laughs> uh, Let's see. I love that person so ducking much because it's extremely You know, look at her. Uh, yes. Uh, I, oh, you watched it? Yeah, right on. The neighbors want to protect them, but eventually they raise money for the family to help. Uh, yeah. That's so great. Yeah, that's wonderful. You can't say you have an abortion for incest. A lot won't admit it because it's shameful and it's rape and it's painful. Okay, see? See? I don't even know about these things. Yeah, I would imagine that is embarrassing. What if you're a Kardashian? (laughs) Isn't that just hot? (laughs) Anyways, look. I have had the opportunity to be on the journey, I would say, with about six pregnant homeless moms, I would say. Think about that. None, and some have had multiple children since I've gotten to know them. None, none want an abortion. Omi says, you guys have no idea what it's like to look at this human that's 20 but acts 8 and see both your male and female cousin and they uh, know they will never experience a typical life. Yeah, good point. See, this is, that's very powerful, Omi. That's very powerful. See, and this is what, this is what these blanket um, laws fail to address scenarios where an abortion is the best option okay now (coughs) um i've known some people that have had abortions and i know that the people i have known that have gotten abortions um struggled with the uh, decision they did not take it lightly who's going to take care of this person once i'm dead my kids how is that fair to any of us right on right on right on so absolutely uh what about kids that have down syndrome Do people still abort them? So Does this mean that we're going to have more people in our community with severe disabilities? And I'm not against people with disabilities. I'm just saying, and this is the problem with the conservatives, if you break it, you own it. Okay? Meaning... If you're going to force people to have uh, to give birth to people with severe disabilities, then you're going to have to come up with social systems to take care of them. I think. But I don't look. I don't know all the rules. I think basically and what's ironic is I do. I'm a big states rights guy. I like the fact that states should have their rights. That's the cool thing about the United States of America. It's cool. It's cool. But. Omi says, but it's not fair to her to walk away and say, not my problem. So you can take your opinions back to your comfortable home and sleep well in your nice life and go on with your life and never think of people like her outside of the hypothetical scenarios. And. Uh try to make choices for people that have lived their lives you can't imagine. I don't understand why this tool doesn't wrap the text right. Wait a second. Eh, can't figure it out. Anyways. Um Weird things are going to happen, okay? Things that you do not anticipate are going to happen. I personally believe it's going to increase the black market. It's going to encourage people to get on the dark web more. It's going to encourage people to buy illegal things more. They're going to be like, hey, You want to learn how to buy uh, abortion pills? You're like, yeah, well, okay, Get first of all, get Tor, get a Tor browser, and then get on this and do that. And and then you get on the dark web, and you're like, hey, you want to learn how to make a bomb? You're like, yeah, abortion pills and bombs. Sounds good. (laughs) Ah. yeah, Omi is saying some profound stuff. Just to be alive doesn't mean you're living. So, when I talk to homeless women, I say to them, Are you interested in looking into adoption or abortion? To which they all have said, no. (laughs) And then the state takes their kids away. (coughs) I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Jane says, it's not like we're living in the 16th century. Now, be nice, homie. Uh, we are educated enough to know the result of our choices. It's not like homelessness is where shit happens uh, to most to put them on the street. Right on. Okay. So this is why, okay. Have any of you ladies ever had sex with a man? <laughs> Have you ever had a few drinks and had sex with a man? Ever? uh thank you brenda (laughs) thank you you've had covid uh, several times haven't you it's good to see you honey Uh, i'm feeling better it's just a little got a little cough (coughs) now do you do you know how persuasive a man is when his dick is at a 90-degree angle and he needs to get it into a warm, wet hole? <laughs> yeah, you both had it, huh? Woo! Every time I've had sex was for pleasure and never to reproduce. Right on. Um, men... Are persistent when they're drunk and horny. Persistent. Now, I'm going to tell you a personal story. I always felt. Um, <laughs> I can't really talk about this. Yeah, men are persistent when horny. doesn't have to be drunk. Yeah, you're right. I've had sex with, I think, three or four women total in my life. I can't remember. I'd have to go through them. It's three or four. I, as you can imagine, this face, had several opportunities to have more sex. I, uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thank you, John. It's good to see you, man. Uh, I'm on the mend. I feel quite good actually. I just have this kind of lingering throat thing. Um I came too fast and it it bothered me and I'm like that's weird. I just don't and so I like really it's just was very uncomfortable for me. I mean, I love sex, don't get me wrong, but anyways, I just uh, And look at that. Omi says, my cousin was so persistent when he was horny and 19 that he wanted it so bad he took three-year-old me out of the crib to satisfy his needs. God damn. That fucking sucks. I'm so sorry, Omi. So... I oftentimes tried to put off sex until, like, I, like, was really into a girl because I was just like, well, I'm going to have to have a ton of sex so I can finally relax. There were several times women tried physically aggressively to have sex with me. Without a condom, okay? Have you ever wanted to have sex? Do you know what it is? Have you ever heard of eros and thanatos, sex and death? It's the essence of existence. We want to have. Oh, John wants to know what he walked in on. Uh, We're talking about abortion rights. It's a magnetism of biological epic proportions okay uh we cannot hold women 100 percent accountable when it takes two to tango okay and i'm just saying that's not right that's not right that the woman has to be to take all that burden i just don't believe it Like I said, uh, I'm not a fan of abortion, but I am more of a fan of allowing a woman to choose whatever the hell she wants, because who am I to have any fucking say on what a woman does with her body, and I know it's just Christian men who love controlling women. Go watch Handmaid's Tale. I'm telling you, that shit is coming for you. Uh... A child support doesn't cut is not the support you think it is. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. All right, everybody. I got to go. I love you. Let's keep these conversations. Be we have a lot of diversity here. Really appreciate that. We must not allow our differing opinions to divide us. To divide us. Because when we divide ourselves, the powerful win... You can have disagreements all day. <coughs> but we have to stand up for each other. We absolutely have to stand up for each other. Omi says, I'm a huge fan of abortion. I think it should be promoted. I think babies should only be born when they're truly, truly wanted. Fair enough. That's fine. That's fine. I think that's fine. I also believe in euthanasia and uh, allowing yourself to commit suicide. oh oh geez oh my gosh jane says yes and it was that irresponsibly got me pregnant and abortion oh my gosh oh wow jane it's the fact that i had one that i advocate for self-respect and self-control i totally did it out of convenience and then had to grapple with the guilt of my choice my mom wanted me to abort my daughter after my husband died wow nope I'm glad it kept her. I kept her. So Jane brings up a very important point. All of these outside forces not supporting your choice, right? We talk about women's choice. It's women's choice. But how much peer pressure? The most recent pregnant woman uh, I worked with her family wanted her to have an abortion and they threw her out they threw her out because she wouldn't yeah you're right that we all live with guilt but jane has a very valid point that it's not as simple as like oh women's choice We, you have to realize that there's a lot of peer pressure to have an abortion, to not have an abortion, and technically it is murder. All right, here we go. I got to wrap up. (laughs) Uh, All right, right, everybody, calm down. Calm down. It's going to be fine. Everybody just calm down. This is not an absolute – the reason there's a debate about this is because it's highly debatable. Highly debatable. Okay? And Jane makes a great point. Omi makes great points. We, I would have rather us had the opportunity to talk about this. Personally, I think now maybe it'll actually make abortions uh, people – take abortions more seriously, some people? Be like, all right, look, we can get you those pills, but you're going to have to do some work, you know? And it could be illegal. How do you, if you get caught, it could cost you $10,000 or whatever. I don't know what it'll cost you. I don't know. Do you really want that abortion? Maybe that's okay. I don't know. Uh, Ultimately, I'm sad that they're taking away women's rights. That's all this is. That's all I see. I just see them wanting to stick it to women because they think women are dirty, bloody The people with a wound, you know? They fucked up the Garden of Eden. They fucked up Adam. They fucked up everything. And uh, they're still paying the price. That's what I believe it is. All right, everybody, I love you, I love you, I love you. Have a great day, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening
1: to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide.